0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Good morning, family. There are many different types of Christians. There are different levels, I should say, of belief in Christ. Today, everybody in this church would say, I believe in Jesus. Jesus today talks about those people who believe in Jesus but don't enter heaven. Wait, Father, I thought you just have to believe, right? Many people, there's many, many, even Catholics, but most of our Christian brothers and sisters that are not Catholic believe that you just got to believe in Jesus, just believe in Jesus, and you'll go to heaven. Just read his word and you'll go to heaven. Today, Jesus actually talks about that group of people. Today, we hear about this group of people, these Christians who said, who thought they knocked on the door. They thought they were going to heaven. They knocked on the door and they heard Jesus preach and they ate with Jesus. They don't go to heaven. Who are these people and why? Jesus says very very clearly, strive to enter the narrow door, strive to enter the narrow door. And then he says that I I never knew you. Get away from me. These people who listen to his word, who ate with him, which means they came to church, right? You're eating with Jesus. Get away from me. I don't know you. What he's talking about here is when you and I do the bare minimum, when you and I do the bare minimum to check God off of my list, meaning, okay, I'll come to church, okay, I'll read my Bible, okay, I'll pray my novena, and that's it. when when we're those Christians who do not allow my faith in Jesus to actually challenge my life, to actually challenge me, to make me a little uncomfortable. He's talking about Christianity and Christians who think that just believing in Jesus without being uncomfortable, without making a change, because he says, that the gate to heaven is narrow, which means that it's difficult to get through. It's not easy. Many people, actually, there's those Christians who, again, they want comfort. And they pick, we pick and choose, out of comfort, we pick and choose what we want, what we don't want. So that we create our own version of Christianity. And Jesus makes it very clear that where this leads us is to hell. Oh, Father, hell is for only, uh, you know, Hitler and, and, and Mussolini and these bad people. No. Christians go to hell. Father, how? Why? Why would God, who loves us so much, why would he send people to hell? He created us out of love, and He loves us. Could a parent ever send their child to hell? No. What we need to realize, my brothers and sisters, is that hell is a choice by man, not by God. Hell is when you and I live a life on the outside, not on the inside meaning that I'm choosing hell by my life, meaning that I'm, I'm trying to live a perfect, comfortable, amazing life without God here on this earth. I've made this earth and this life my heaven without God, without Jesus. And so if I lived my whole entire life without Jesus, what I'm basically saying to Jesus is, I don't want you. If we go to hell, Jesus is only honoring that choice. You didn't want me in your whole entire life. You wanted to be comfortable. You wanted to do the bare minimum. You wanted to give me lip service. You didn't want me. I, I, I don't know who you. I don't even know who you are. We haven't even. I don't even know you. You don't even know me. We're complete strangers. What God is looking for, what Jesus is looking for, is. Knowing him and loving him. It's not enough to just know him. There's a lot of people who know lots and lots about Jesus, and who read, and who know facts, and who can even preach. And then there's people who don't even know Jesus, but they do the works of Jesus. They serve Oh, Father, I know so many people, there's so many good uh, people out there that are not even Christian, and they're better Christians than we are. And they're probably going to go to heaven. No, because it's both. You have to not just know him deeply. You also have to serve him deeply, meaning your actions. One has to flow from the other. The scary thing, my brothers and sisters, is that God is trying daily, daily he's trying, to knock on our door, to bring me to an awareness of of choosing him in a radical way. That's why God oftentimes allows us to go through narrow paths and difficult paths in life, meaning the path that causes me pain, And the funny thing is, is we look at God and we say, God, why are you doing this to me? And God, why have you done this to me? And God, you don't love me. But really, actually, God allows us to go through difficult paths, paths that are very narrow, only because he loves us, because he wants to wake us up. He wants to turn us back to him so that we don't get caught up in the comforts and the pleasures of just this life. Because we can create a beautiful kingdom for ourselves on this earth. We can. We can build castles, and many of us have those. Those are beautiful, nice, and cute. We can have the most beautiful cars, and we can have the most beautiful clothes, and we can have the most padded, comfortable, luxurious life ever. We can. And unfortunately, as Chaldeans, we have become so obsessed with trying to create a kingdom for ourselves here on this earth. I'm not saying riches are bad. I'm not saying that money is bad. I'm not saying luxuries are bad. I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is that what has happened to our community is that we have allowed that to become our heaven. Where now all we're striving for is not heaven, is not my eternal glory, but my temporary glory. And if I don't allow God into my life, into my heart, and I don't allow him to move me and challenge me, then every little time, any little time, any little thing happens to me, I'm going to crumble. Because guess where my eyes are? On this earth. Guess what I'm looking for? This earth. So when this earth actually slaps me in the face, because it will, this life, I don't know about you guys, I don't know if you guys are waking up and seeing what's really going on in our, in our world today and in our community. I don't even know what's going on with the air, for God's sake. Like, it's funny, but it's also not, right? <laughs> the air is not even safe anymore. Young people are dying out of nowhere. People are getting cancer more than ever before. God is not playing around with us, guys. Because He's a Father who's invested in you. He's a Father who is absolutely, deeply in love with all of us. And He will stop at nothing to bring us to Him, even if He has to put me on a narrow, difficult, thorny path. It's not because He's punishing us. It's because sometimes God, like a good Father, He has to discipline us. As a good father, sometimes your child will only learn if you discipline. And sometimes we sit around comfortable in our lives until something happens. Then we're like, okay, Jesus. And even then, many people go through the most painful situations, and it still doesn't bring them to seek God and to know God and to live for God. Those are the people who say who Jesus says very clearly get away from me. I don't know you You don't love me You will not want it. You will not enjoy being with me for all of eternity You will be miserable being in heaven with me because your whole entire life. You never wanted me It's like imagine if if you had to go to a place that you didn't want to be at Isn't it miserable the whole time? You're just like, please please just get me out of here I just I cannot sit with these people anymore. Just get me out of here. That's what heaven would be like if God just allowed everybody to get into heaven. God is not just going to let everybody into heaven. God is going to allow anybody who chose him, anybody who loves him, to get into heaven. Heaven is a choice, my brothers and sisters, each and every day. Every day. The key the key is what, what Jesus wants is to strive to know him Strive to know him Strive meaning make an effort Because once you know him Then you can't just ignore him anymore Something starts to move in you so for example, those who've come to know Jesus, who, who really have, have begun this, this journey of really wanting to love him and serve him, you can no longer look at the, uh, the, the, uh, the homeless person on the street and walk away. Now that you've known Jesus, now that you love Jesus, now that you're trying to live for him, something has changed inside of you. You can no longer just go, oh, whatever, who cares? Now Jesus starts moving you. And people don't want that. We would rather live a comfortable life again. I would rather not have to deal with the homeless people or the sick people or my family members. I would rather not have to look at anybody else's suffering or anybody else's needs. I'd rather just live my completely padded, luxurious life. But a Christian does not live that way. A real Christian does not live that way. A real Christian chooses to live the narrow path because they know that the narrow path is the way of love. Love, my brothers and sisters, hurts. And St. Paul says, everything that you do, do it in what? Love, not duty. I can come to church, I can read my Bible, but I'm doing it out of duty. Why are you here today? I, I really have a serious question very, like, I'm I'm, now I'm really just talking to you, I'm not even preaching. I'm asking, why are you here today at church? Is it just simply because you have to be here? Or is it simply because you know that this is what God wants from you? Or is it simply because you just want things from God? Why are you here? Why do you come to church? To receive Jesus, to get to know him? If my heart is not engaged, it's good that you're here. No matter what, come. Even if you're distracted, it's okay. Be here. But my heart has to be engaged with God. I have to actually internally open my heart to God. I have to allow God to touch me, to nudge me, to speak to me, to mold me. I have to be willing to actually leave here and take what is being given to me and do something with it. It's not enough to just come to church. Again, it's both. I have to know him, but I have to live him. It's not enough to just do one or the other. What does God want? Okay, Father, I'm coming to church. I don't know what he wants. I, I try. I don't know what he wants. God is much more simple than we are. And God is pleased with the littlest things that we do if we do them in love and for love. So the simplest thing that I do, I mean, Jesus another part of the gospel says that he doesn't forget when we give a a cold cup of water to those who are thirsty. So the simplest thing that we do, we don't need to think about, oh, well, now I have to go and live like a monk life. Based on what Father Patrick's saying, I gotta go live like a monk. No, you don't. Jesus wants us to live love each and every day. What area of your life right now is is painful? What situation are you going through? Marriage problems, um, maybe financial issues, maybe at school, at work, friendships, relationships, whatever it is that you're going through that feels very painful. Instead of looking at it as, like, God, please get this out, like, get rid of this for me, God what are you trying to teach me? God, what are you trying to show me? God, how are you calling me to love you and know you through this situation? So instead of running away from it, face it. Instead of running away from it, embrace it for the sake of love, for the sake of God's love and loving God. God, I don't know what's going on right now. My health might not be great right now, but you know what, God? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use this time to allow you to wake it awaken something in my heart and i'm going to love you through this i'm going to love you through my health problem i'm going to love you through my relationship and through my marriage problems i'm going to love you through my financial problems because maybe those are the very way to heaven um, i don't know if you guys know um, blessed by cancer how many of you guys follow blessed by cancer on uh, on social media a beautiful woman who, uh, who gives her testimony about how she believes that she's been blessed by cancer. That God allowed her to go through cancer because he wanted her, her heart. And that he allowed her to go through this because he's giving her an opportunity to purify her heart from everything in this world. To prepare her. To actually prepare her. For Heaven whether she gets healed or she doesn't she says it doesn't matter. I Just know that I want to love God through this and I'm going to do everything I can to continue to love God through this and she says She says this in one of her videos. She says this life this life that we're living Everything that we do in this life is for our 401k for our retirement she says But you can live You can live life, you can live this life simply spending your money for today and not thinking about and not investing in your retirement, meaning not living for heaven. Am I living my life today to just simply live for today, just spend my money and just have fun today, not thinking about my eternal life with God and how my actions today have eternal consequences? Or am I living to love God today? thinking about how loving God today will actually give me beautiful, holy consequences like heaven. So today, my brothers and sisters, ask yourself, have I chosen heaven lately? When was the last time I told God directly, God, I want to go to heaven today? We talked about this months ago. Do I want to go to heaven today? And am I living for heaven, or am I living just for the world and for today? Today, God is allowing something in your life to prick you, to make you uncomfortable, not because he wants to hurt you, but because he wants to lead you to heaven. Am I walking it with him, or am I walking away from him? The choice is ours. Father, Son, Holy Spirit.